This episode is brought to you by Santos Threads. Make sure to visit Santos-Threads for the latest and greatest in men's and women's Latino urban-inspired streetwear. Visit santos-threads.com. Hey, you are now listening to the Santos Says Podcast, episode number 36. Once again, in the mix, yours truly, Santos, proud owner of Santos Threads. And of course, make sure to follow me on social media, on Instagram, Santos Thread Shop, as well as on TikTok, Santos Thread Shop. And make sure to like, comment, subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Santos Says Podcast on YouTube. Back once again, happy to be with you guys once more. I will be solo on this episode until I'm able to uh, get my schedule aligned with a couple guests. We got some guests coming up um, shortly within next couple weeks, so looking forward to bringing that to you. But of course, happy to be with you guys once more on a solo. You know I love doing these episodes too because I love to rant, I love to talk, I love to talk about things that are going on. So, you know, things that interest me, and but most importantly, things that interest you. So, of course... Um, it's only right that I get into this. On this episode, I am going to discuss, in light of what Foot Locker has done, scaling back their products uh, from Nike in the recent times, I am going to discuss what this means for Foot Locker and how I would save Foot Locker. So Santos is going to give his plan as far as what I would do to save Foot Locker. So that's going to be what I'm going to talk about on this episode. What would I do to save Foot Locker? And obviously why Foot Locker has been in peril over these years. As we found out, Nike's been scaling back their their product uh, supply, or or should I say shipping out or distributing to uh, Foot Locker, the Foot Locker locations, which we found out upon doing research, I found out that uh, 70% Nike accounts for over 70% of Foot Locker sales. That's a major problem. That means that it could be ugly. It could get ugly for Foot Locker. I'll discuss why it could get ugly for Foot Locker, and I will also give my solutions what I would do if I were Foot Locker. But first, the first order of business is I'm going to talk about, I'm going to mention a word. I'm going to talk about Nike, what's going on with Nike. So I'm going to get into this right now. There is a word I want to discuss right now, and I'm going to actually, if you're watching on the YouTube, I want you to follow along with me. I am going to share my screen. I am going to give you guys, a voc- I, I don't want to call it a vocabulary lesson, but I'm going to give this word out. There's this word called ubiquitous, okay? Ubiquitous. And I'm going to give you the Merriam-Webster definition of this. I want to share my screen with you guys right now. We're going to talk, we're going to get into this right now. I'm going to talk about why Nike has become ubiquitous, okay? Now, mind, keep in mind, Nike is accounts for 70% of, more or less, 70% of Foot Locker's sales uh, generated, and which accounts for a big chunk of their revenue, obviously. So, let's get into this right now. I am going to share my screen, and we're going to get into this definition because I'll tell you how this all ties in right now. So let's get into this. Okay, here we go. Um, All right, 
If you're watching on YouTube, follow along. If you're listening, wherever you're listening, the Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, iHeart, Amazon, the whole thing, follow along. Okay. So, ubiquitous. Existing or being everywhere at the same time. Constantly encountered. Widespread. That's it. That's the definition for ubiquitous. That is what Nike has become. Ubiquitous. Nike right now is ubiquitous. Like you literally, you cannot walk out your house without seeing 100,000 people with some sort of Nike shoe on. Whether it is the Jordan 1. Whether it is the Air Force 1. An Air Max. Um, even to a lesser extent, uh, Nike basketball release. Whatever it may be, you cannot leave your house without seeing a someone wearing Nikes, right? I think that's fair to say. Nike is head and shoulders above any sneaker company right now as far as uh, popularity. That is indisputable, okay? Now, I would be remiss to say, or I would be a hypocrite to say that I don't like Nikes, that I don't have Nikes. I have so many Nike shoes. I do. I have Nike shoes. I have Adidas shoes. I have Converse. I have, you name it, dress shoes, loafers. I got all kinds. Of, I'm a shoe guy. I love shoes, right? So, but this is not my point. My point is when you are in, so what's wrong with Nike? Why is Nike so ubiquitous right now? They have the, the lion's share of the market. And right now they're flexing their muscle on Foot Locker. That's what they're doing. Now, Nike is not at fault. So we'll talk about why is Nike, why is Foot Locker going to do this? We'll talk about that in a second, in a, in a, in a bit. I want to talk about why Nike is so ubiquitous right now. Because they are head, head and shoulders above every company right now. They are the kings of kings of kings right now when it comes to sneakers. They have the best basketball players, most well-renowned basketball players signed to their uh, to their. Nike basketball brand, even, uh, the Nike basketball line, which, by the way, let's be honest as well. Nike basketball does not move the needle anymore nearly as well, as much as it used to. Nike basketball used to be a must-have thing. Like, you had to have the, the latest and greatest sneakers from you name the player, right? Nike right now, as well as many other companies, but Nike mainly is relying on retros. Retros, like, retros are the are what keeps everything going right now, okay? That that goes without, without question. That is without question. So what I wanna say about that though is what you have here with being ubiquitous, meaning found everywhere, common spread, is, you know, fashion, the point of fashion is to be, it's a statement, right? Now, Full disclosure, I've, like I've said, I have Nikes. I, I love Nike sneakers as well. Um, me personally, I do. I, I think that their quality has taken a dive over the years. So I, but I try to get the the non what they call the non hype releases. I try to stick to the classics, and um, that's what I do personally as a consumer. Again, to each his own. But my thing with Nike is their their quality has taken a hit over the years as the demand has gone up for their products. To keep up with that demand. It's obvious that quality control is going to be an issue. You're going to have issues with quality. It's just what it is. So keep that in mind. Um, obviously, quality is not what it once was. And another thing is with fashion. Fashion is very subjective. Fashion is about um, expression. 
It's all about expression. It's all about making a statement. And right now, what happens is when everybody's wearing the same sneakers, I'm talking to you, Air Jordan 1s. Yes, I am so sick of Air Jordan 1s, by the way. I'm done. I, I, I couldn't wear those right now. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Too many people wearing them. I used to wear them when nobody cared. But too many people have them on. Just by principle, I cannot have it. In with, I don't have it within myself to put the same thing on that everybody else wears. I can't. I like to be original. I like to be me. That's just me. To each his own. So about Nike. So the thing is that Nike is so popular. They are so out of here. They're making so much money. The revenue is out. Forget it. It's crazy. Um, to the point that they're making money hand over fist because they're making money on the resale market too. Let's not get it confused. Um, and so with all this, they're looking at it like, you know, as far as Foot Locker, they're looking at it like, hey, Foot Locker, we don't really need you. That's the way they're looking at it. They're looking at it. They're pushing Foot Locker out. And you know what? There will be more retailers that will be pushed out because Nike right now, they are applying what is a strategy known as direct to consumer. Why would we want to deal with X company, Y company, and have to share, have some sort of a profit share, uh, distribution, um, have to make business with you when I can sell all these products on my own, selling direct to consumer. When the hype for, I'm thinking like Nike now, if I'm Nike, I'm saying, why do I have to share my profit with Foot Locker when I can just sell my sneakers direct to consumer through sneakers app, through Nike app, through um, wherever, right? Online through Nike.com. I can sell my products and through my Nike flag, uh, flagship stores throughout the country and worldwide. Why should I share my, dip into my profits to sell with Foot Locker, to sell my products from Foot Locker, even though Foot Locker, yeah, a lot of my products will sell with Foot Locker, right? I'm Nike. Nike, the products sell with Foot Locker, but you know what? I have to share those profits. I have to, there, there are percentages from my money that still go in that partnership with Foot Locker. Why not keep the whole pie for myself? That's what Nike is saying. So I can't say that I blame Nike for that strategy of wanting to just go to direct-to-consumer, just a direct-to-consumer model. A lot of companies are doing direct-to-consumer, especially in this age of social media, um, technology, the Instagrams, the Twitters, the TikToks, the social media, the YouTube, Google, every, you name it. There are so many ways to connect with your consumer. Why should I dip into my profits? Why should I have, they, why should I have the time and the effort to invest all this money into Foot Locker when I can just get all the profit here by going direct to consumer and selling through. When my app, Sneakers, and Nike.com, my apps and my website, Nike.com, and my Nike stores are as hot as they've ever been. When more people are wearing Nikes than they ever have, I don't need Foot Locker. That's what Nike is saying. Essentially, that's what Nike is basically giving Foot Locker the cold shoulder, like, hey, I don't need you. You need us. That's what Foot Locker, Nike is telling Foot Locker, you need us. And you know what? They're not wrong. They are not wrong. They're not wrong when they say Foot Locker needs them. Now, herein lies the problem. 
because I, I was reading about this, doing my research before I got into decided to do this because this got me worked up. I really wanted to talk about it because I'm really passionate about this. Blah, 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 blah. You know it, right? Anybody who knows Santos knows Santos is very, very passionate about this stuff. So here's the deal. So I was looking into this and it actually, look, it doesn't surprise me that Foot Locker's, um, Foot Locker sales are not what they used to be. Foot Locker's not, doesn't have the cool factor it once did. It just doesn't. In some locations, they're a little, they look a little outdated. You know, they're dated. They look dated. Um, they've relied on the same strategy for years now. They have been Nike reliant. I knew this before I even knew of this news. But when I looked into this news about how Nike will be scaling back their products that they distribute to, to Foot Locker stores, I was taken back by the statistic that I heard that Nike accounts for, accounted for last year in 2021, 70% of Foot Locker sales were Nike. Yikes. Yikes. Because if Nike is scaling back on it, because it, we're not sure right now what the extent is going to be. But the word is, first they were saying that Nike was going to pull all their products. Then there was a, a release that came out that specified they're, they're going to basically go, you know, there's going to be substantial decreases in their product supply that they will be having in the Foot Locker stores uh, coming from Nike. But my that, that would be a factor. And so when I saw that, I said, yikes, Foot Locker's in trouble. They've been in trouble for years. Foot Locker's been in, in this weird limbo where they kind of don't know you know, they wanted to do the Nike thing. They're kind of just, they, they wanted to do the Nike thing because Nike's was popular. It's what's been keeping them afloat. But I never believed that a company should be reliant on, you know, 70% of a company's sales should not come from one particular brand. Not when you're Foot Locker and you have so many brands that you could offer. When you are reliant on one brand the way that you are, and you are Foot Locker, again, they are Foot Locker. They've been in, you know, they have been a staple. They have been a go-to in this market. Um, there was a time where if you wanted to buy the latest and greatest sneakers, you went to your local mall, you went to Foot Locker and you got them at Foot Locker. Um, that wasn't necessarily my case and a lot of other people from my neck of the woods because remember, when you're coming from certain neighborhoods in the inner city, the mall wasn't right there. We didn't go right to the mall. We went to our local mom and pop shops at that time um and even others others uh chains like jimmy jazz hyperactive if you grew up in in new york we went to these places that's where we got our sneakers from we didn't go to foot locker there was no foot locker at the time when i was growing up in the neighborhood but um so but that's that's another that's another discussion so but foot locker by and large if you were by a mall you went to Foot Locker, that's, uh, Foot Locker, that's where you got your Jordans, that's where you got your Nikes, that's where you got your Adidas Superstars, that's where you got your Converse, that's where you got your Timberland boots, uh, that's where you got your fitted caps, that's where you got your basketball jerseys, and um, that's where you got your headbands. People used to wear headbands, folks. Back in the day, people rocked headbands, not only to play basketball, to go to school. I used to wear headbands. I had every color. You name the color, I used to rock the Nike headband with the swoosh. I used to wear it with my outfits, but... That's another, that was another error.
we're talking early 2000s. So anyway, getting back to Foot Locker. So when your product, when you rely, when you're so heavily reliant on Nike and Nike decides, hey, guess what, Foot Locker? We don't need you. We're going to sell direct to consumer. We're not going to share any profit with you. We're not going to have any deal with you. You know, we'll give you small doses of what we have to offer. And, and again, we don't know. It's not clear. It has not been established yet what products they will be offering at Foot Locker from Nike. But what we do know is that there are going to be substantial decreases in supply. Uh, whether that is, I don't know what sneaker models that's going to affect. I don't know what products, what apparel, whatever it may be. I just know they're going to be severe cuts. And I think, I, I, I take it that eventually Nike will totally pull the plug. I, I would think that's the case within a couple years. I just think they're not going to do it all at once. But I do think it's going to affect Foot Locker sales moving forward. So if you are Foot Locker, because again, I, I beg the question, what has Foot Locker done wrong all these years? If you are Foot Locker, how do you react to this and how do you swing the pendulum back the other way where you can get, because Foot Locker, where you can get the customers back, where you can generate that revenue that you're about to lose and, and, and possibly, dare I say, generate more income, uh, uh, more profit. Well, here's the thing. See, here's the problem. Here's the harsh reality. Uh, a lot of brick and mortar stores, now I know Foot Locker has this website as well, but uh, it is online, but a lot of brick and mortar, old, you know, the chains that used to be staples at the mall, a lot of these stores are suffering now anyway. A lot of them, as the business models have changed, as times have changed with technology, online shopping is way more prevalent than it's ever been. So with that being the case, Unfortunately, a lot of chains that have been around as long as Foot Locker are now struggling or aren't making the money they once did. There's just so much competition. Things have changed. There's, there's been a lot of changes, and I think in some ways Foot Locker may have failed to adapt. Uh, it may have gotten left behind. One of the biggest errors that, that Foot Locker has made, which I'm seeing here off the surface, is, like I mentioned, 70% of its of its product of its uh, profits, of its money, of its revenue came from Nike products. Like you can't have that. That's a recipe for disaster. Nike's got you by the, you know what? Like, so that alone, knowing the news that we know now, that's gonna leave a strain. So now I ask the question, how do we fix it? How does Foot Locker fix it? Santos is going to, talk about how he's going to save Foot Locker. So I am going to try, I will make the case right now for how to save Foot Locker. How to save Foot Locker by Santos, per Santos, how would I save Foot Locker in light of this news? Okay, this is, the this is what I would do. This is the first thing. The first thing it needs to do is look internally and work on in-house. And what I mean by that is it's, it's apps. Work on their, their website and apps, exper their, their app experience is not great. It's not a great customer experience. I bought sneakers from there. I've tried to buy 
uh, sneakers through their app. It's almost impossible. Their app is horrible. Now, this is a small thing, but it goes a long way. Fix your app. Update your app. Your app is not great for Locker. Memo to Foot Locker, change your app. The app sucks, okay? So change the app, make it easier, make the customer serve, uh, the, make it easier for the customer to be able to purchase, okay? Uh, that meaning make it, you know, without freezing, without the app stopping, and then, you know, it, we've seen, right? We've all seen where we're trying to get sneakers and we get handed that L, if you will, where, we, oh, we didn't get the sneakers because the Foot Locker app didn't load, or whatever, the Flex app, the Foot Locker app, whatever you want to call it. That app wouldn't load. That app absolutely sucks. I've never been able to buy anything on that app because it sucks. So that's one. That's a small step in the right direction. Fix that app. But another thing, most, more importantly, reach out to Adidas. I'm serious. Call Adidas. Schedule a meeting today with Adidas. Now, what are you going to talk about in this meeting? Adidas, listen, Adidas, you know, right now we, we, we're struggling. I'm Foot Locker. This is Foot Locker here on the phone. We're struggling. This is what we need to do. We need a plan. We love to, we're open for business, okay? I'm Foot Locker. I've been in the game for a long time. Adidas, I need you now more than ever. I need to work with you. I need to have a way to sell Yeezys in our stores. Please, please, please give us a window for Yeezys. Foot Locker needs to get a window for Yeezys. That's one way to do it. Start, reach out to Adidas. You're going to go heavy with Adidas. Adidas is your first phone call. Who is Nike's principal uh, 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 principal competition? It's Adidas. Now, I understand Nike is, forget it, they're like in another stratosphere. But Adidas is a big-time company as well. They're, the, they're obviously one of their big competitors, chief competitors. So you know what you do? You get on the phone with Adidas. You find out if you're able to distribute Yeezys, not just, not just any Yeezys. All the releases, you want all the releases, you want, try to get first dibs, as they say. The first crack of the of the uh, Yeezys, the Yeezy model releases. You want to, you, you want to make it so that Foot Locker is one of the flagships to buy Yeezy. Look, I've been, I've been adamant in saying before, I am not a Yeezy fan. I am not a big fan of Kanye West right now. I don't like some of the stuff he does. But you know what? As far as business acumen, what he's done with Yeezy, he's a genius. What he's done with Adidas and Yeezy, those sneakers have such popularity. They sell. They make a lot of money. They are the trendsetter of this generation. They are that flagship shoe that defined this era, as I've said on previous on a previous episode of the podcast. That is indisputable. So work with Kanye West and... Work with Kanye West and Adidas, okay? Get those Yeezys. It's got to be priority. Yeezys have, have got to have a partnership with Foot Locker. They need it. Make it so that Foot Locker is one of the first places you think of when you're thinking of where to buy your Yeezys. I understand that people go directly to through the, um, through the confirmed app, 
Adidas, right through Adidas. I understand that. But Foot Locker should be that next thing that's in, on your mind as a, as a consumer. Hey, you know, I'm going to try to get these sneakers unconfirmed, but if I strike out, I'm going to try to get them on Foot Locker as well, just, just to see. And so that should be on the, that should be an option for the consumer. Okay. Now, by doing that, what you also want to do is, obviously, you got to fill the void. You can't just have all Adidas, but Adidas is going to play a big role. Uh, Adidas is going to help you fill the void, right? So, because like I said before, you know, you don't want to go all in on one one brand, but Yeezy's, you know, Adidas is going to help you kind of catch up to fill that void of, of the missing products that you have from the, uh, the missing uh, revenue that you're going to no longer have from Nike coming in from Nike. So obviously invest in New Balance and Puma. New Balance and Puma right now are, they're, they've been on an uptick. Utilize them, use them not only for, not only for the retro releases, because they have a great, obviously they have great retro catalog, um, catalogs. Utilize their retro catalogs, but also utilize what they have going on now. You know, they're, they've really, they're, they're doing a great job at marketing and designing new products for, for the here and now that, that represent what's going on in this day and age. I think you can load up on those products as well. Bring in those Puma sneakers, bring in those New Balance sneakers, the, the classics as well as the contemporary ones. Bring those in, invest more in those. Bring those in, bring in the products and, and you'll see, it'll make a difference. Bring in those releases, the classics, but also bring up, bring in the hyped ones, the ones that those people really want. Those hyped releases that uh, signature models that they really want. Bring those in. And I, I think the consumer would be very happy with that. So invest in those companies, New Balance, Puma, the classics. You gotta always have the classics. And of course, go big on Adidas. Now, when you're going big on Adidas, another thing you want to do, keep, keep in mind, because Foot Locker has always had, you know, at least in recent memory, in, le in recent time, has had a basketball culture, uh, has really been big into the basketball power and culture. There's no reason why you cannot keep that up. Instead of, obviously, I'm focusing on a lot of the, the Nike basketball, you just make a shift to Adidas basketball. So... Work with Adidas because this can help Adidas as well. Adidas can kind of, they can use, they can work off of each other. Adidas can kind of utilize Foot Locker as a means to expand their basketball division, to, to bring more awareness and, and sell more basketball products. So you know what? You have Dame Lillard. You have the Damian Lillard line. You have the Donovan Mitchell line. You have the James Harden line. You have the Trey, which Trey Young is very popular. Trey Young line. This is a great opportunity to market these stars' signature shoes with another, through another uh, platform, which would be through Foot Locker. So push, push your merchandise, push your stars, right? If you're Adidas basketball, push your stars towards Foot Locker as well. Hey, you can get the new Trey Youngs at your local Foot Locker. You can get the new Donovan Mitchell at your local Foot Locker. Push these, uh, Adidas can use, use Foot Locker as a means to really 
expand and continue to grow their basketball line, their basketball division. I think it would be an excellent thing to do. And I, I think it would be great. That's what Adidas should do. And in the meantime, as I also mentioned with Puma and New Balance, they also have basketball stars that are coming up that have their lines as well. Those companies can do the same. They can work with Foot Locker to kind of help grow their basketball line. So if you're Foot Locker, you're not losing much, if anything at all. You're not losing your basketball, your grip on the basketball culture. You're going to have the apparel. You're going to have the accessories. You're going to have the signature lines from those brands, the basketball, the, the, the endorsed, the sneakers that are endorsed by NBA stars from those brands. I think it's in a win-win. Focus on that. I think you can do that, really. You really can do that. You can use that. That's going to fill the void when it comes to basketball. Now, another thing, since you're going to deal with Nike, uh, if you're going to deal with Adidas, right? If you're going to help, because remember, Adidas is very popular still. So you want to, you don't want to give, you don't want to be reliant only on Adidas, but or, or you don't want them to have the lion's share of everything. But you do want to kind of lean on them at least initially. So what you want to do with that is, guess what? You can appeal to soccer fans as well. Yes, I said it. Soccer fans. Soccer is a huge sport. It's only getting more popular in the United States. Adidas is the official outfitter of a number of clubs. So you can bring in jerseys and official apparel from Manchester United, from Real Madrid, from all the MLS clubs. Okay, you can bring, they are the MLS, the, the official outfitter of MLS is Adidas. So you can, there's no telling the, the opportunities you can have on the soccer front. You can, if you focus your resources, shift your resources into that, to what Adidas does well. Adidas is a, does, does soccer very well. So you can also shift that focus into the soccer market. Bring the soccer things. Soccer has a market. Tap into that. Now, again, Foot Locker is very heavy into basketball. It always has been. So that's going to be your bread and butter still. But you got to dabble into the soccer, too. I think if you have the, the jerseys, if you have or kits, as they call them, right, the uh, Adidas kits, uh, soccer kits of the MLS clubs, of Real Madrid, of even some international club, um, you know, some – uh, country, some of the country clubs, uh, the country's uh, soccer clubs like uh, Argentina or some of these other countries, uh, Colombia, all these other countries that have that use Adidas as a as an as a sponsor. These this is a win win. Tap into that soccer market. You could sell the track suits. You could sell the warm ups. You can sell all kinds of Adidas stuff in lieu of some of those Nike products that you were getting in the boatload uh, by the tons if you are uh, Foot Locker. And so that's what you got to do. It's just a reshift, a refocus of the products that you're planning to push forward. And that, that, that's what you're going to do. You're going to do that with Adidas, with Puma, and with New Balance, and you just kind of bridge the gap that way because you can't let Nike hold you hostage like that. So... That's what I would do if I were Foot Locker. That's the Santos plan to save Foot Locker. But let me know, guys. What do you think? 
comment on social media. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment below. Is it over for Foot Locker? Um, how would you fix Foot Locker? What would you do differently? Or is it over for Foot Locker? Is Foot Locker going to just go out of business in some years? We'll find out. Let me know. Comment below. I'm, I'm uh, Comment on social media or if you're watching on YouTube. I am curious to know your takes as far as where this is going to go. And it's going to be interesting to see uh, where this heads. Uh, as far as what I was saying earlier about Nike, <sighs> I like Nike. I have Nikes. I have plenty of Nike sneakers. I just, I would like to see people wear different sneakers. I like variety. Me personally, I have all kinds of sneakers and I like to switch it up every now and then. Um, I think Nike's quality is falling off, to be honest with you. I hate to say it. And a lot of that has to do with the, uh, meeting the demand. It's been such a crazy demand that they, you know, they've slipped in quality, but um, teach us own. It's all good, but uh, that's all I got. So that's how you fix Foot Locker. So um, thank you guys for listening, watching. Remember, if you're watching on YouTube, comment, subscribe, the whole thing. Anyway, as always, don't just say what you mean or mean what you say. Say with your chest.